Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the Bedroom Producer Podcast, uh, where we talk about pretty much things all music. Um, we're trying, we're basically trying to help out people like getting started or making music, you know, little tips and tricks and stuff like that, you know, because we're essentially just producers in our bedrooms, you know, making music, doing everything. So uh, that's pretty much it. Um, before uh, we get started, I wanted to address some questions because I did ask my Instagram page on the MB Royal Instagram. Uh, like, you know, ask me some questions. And, you know, I got a lot of uh, requests, but I'm going to try to answer some before we actually start it because our main topic will be like getting started as, you know, your own artist. So uh, I had one that was like, how are your old songs coming along? I just wanted to say that um, I'm having Silence and Flowers mixed now. Um, this guy's house, eh, I mean, I, I finished writing for it. But um, producing is, you know, a whole different story. So still need to do that. And then um, I know some others like I already fell or I already fell or still, um, you know, I still need to figure out those. But, you know, it's a process. Just wanted to update you guys on that. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think another one was getting how did I get started? Basically, I was just surrounded by a bunch of pianos. My dad played and I liked playing. I think that's. a Well, I, I think we should back up for a second. I think it's. I think we could elaborate off that by how we got started. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounds it sounds like you just had some pianos around you and you you know, you went to play it and that was it. But like how did you really get started? What was like day 1 for you? Okay. Um day 1. Um well, I mean, I, I like I guess I was like 1 year old. I had a little tiny organ in the hallway. It was like an organ toy I used to slam on back when I was a kid. That was pretty fun. Then when I was like two, uh, my dad was just playing around. I like to, you know, slam on the keys. So you, I did you that. started really young. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like the youngest you could start. Yeah, we had, well, we had a bunch of like, you know, for my dad liked, you know, messing around with music. He had a lot of like, you know, like harmonicas and stuff like that. And so I, I think it was just like, like, you know, like a kid with toys, like the ability, you know, I was talking to my friend's dad about this too, like if you offer it to kids, you know, they'll try it out. You know what I mean? Right, and you like, had that influence all around you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that um, I think that I just had the, the things around me and I was able to, you know, like as a kid, you're so curious about everything. You know, you want to like go over to these things and like, you Right, know. and I think kids respond to music yeah, a oh, lot. Yeah, oh, big time. Like Wyatt and like Grace, you know, niece and nephew, they always like, they come in my room sometimes. They like to play the keys. Like I tried mm. to teach them a C chord the other day, you know? I think, well, I think because if it makes, and like they even know because they play the harmonicas every now and then, like they know that it makes sound. And I think it's something in there, even that like, you know, he's like two at that young of age. Like mm. they know like, I'm making a sound, you know what I mean? Right, like and they, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's not even just their voice. It's like, oh, me doing this makes a sound. That's really cool. I could do something with that, you know? Because you know, kids are smart. Like their brains are like, you know, adapting to everything. Like with Legos, you know, they like, course, like yeah, building, building. Like they love thing. Like they love to figure it out themselves. Like how can I do this? You know what I mean? And that, and that's like, in that sense, like I feel like being so like you know when you're a young kid you're so influenced by like everything because you're trying to learn right especially your parents because oh yeah yeah those are the only people you're around really for the majority of your time yeah there's yeah. like family and extended family and there's also influence from that yeah if they're doing music as well mm -hmm. which is really cool big time how'd you get started well Flipping on you. yeah no i got started it was in middle school I was actually in band and chorus. Okay. In middle school, so I was first in chorus, and 
I mean, that's where we met. Yeah. In chorus and, and in, in high, chorus school. high school. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always in chorus singing. Were you like, were you like sixth grade, like start middle school or like were you seventh? Like when did you, when did you I'm, get in? I'm pretty class? sure it was sixth grade. Okay. Because so right in there. at our school or like where I went, they um introduced that to us. They introduced band and chorus okay. immediately, like basically like yeah. try it out. And they wanted us to be a part of it. Okay. So like I really loved it. I stuck into it, and then I got introduced to band as well. Uh-huh. And I played the trombone. Oh, dope! Okay, <laughs> that was such a fun instrument. Yeah, and I think why I really fell in love with it, other than performing it, which like I will always love doing that, um, or like playing it. Yeah, but the performance for for me uh-huh. was like the biggest thing. I loved being yeah. on stage and and just making music like. Like being a part of a whole, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the whole band doing it. So I did that until I left, which was eighth grade. And then I came to high school. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because when I first got into chorus, I actually tried to get out of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, Mr. Yost was like, um, you know, I can't really let you leave. Like, I really want you to Wait, be a why, part of Wait, why did you try to leave? I don't, I don't remember, really. I just felt like... Was everyone else trying to leave? <laughs> They're like, no, no I don't know. Well, it was weird for me because I, I went to... Pl- yeah. Should I, should uh, I, I, mean, I mean, we can... Um... Yeah. Anyways. You went I went to a school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I went there knowing two people yeah. that I knew from kindergarten. Okay. So, like, I didn't even really know them. Yeah. Or actually, it was three people. One of them was my neighbor. And, okay. like, we were, we were pretty close. But he was in, like, 11th grade when I started. Yeah. So, like, I didn't really know him. So, like, when I went there, it was a culture shock. Uh-huh. And, like, I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like I didn't really want to be in there. Mm-hmm. And I tried to leave, and Mysterious was like, no. Oh. Yeah. True. I guess I'm saying his name. But yeah. anyways. Yeah, it was just like, hey, man, if you, if you guys know the teacher of our high school, bro, you yeah. know, pull up. Listen, <laughs> 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 listen. Anyways, I think that was the best decision to stay because I Dude, chorus was so fun. Yeah, it was super fun. It. It's a super fun time. Yeah. Like, even like, I don't know, I like going on stage in general is pretty fun. Like yeah. doing all that stuff. And then like, you know, like after and having people told you you did like, you know, good up there is pretty chill. Yeah. Like and all just all the shows and, and the trips were fun too. Yeah. A bunch of like, a bunch of my friends uh-huh. I, I knew from yeah. chorus that I still have. Yeah. Um, From there, I think I picked up logic mm-hmm. sometime in college okay like i why did you want to pick up logic why did you want that like what made you think like past the chorus point you were like hey i want to be my all surround i want to be a bedroom producer yeah like yeah. i want to start producing um you know i can't i don't really remember but i remember i remember getting logic and downloading it mm-hmm. and just not knowing what to do mm-hmm. and that was like I think it was like at some point in my freshman year. Okay. Yeah. But when I picked it up, I wasn't I wasn't really like consistent with it. It was something like I just kind of went to said, yeah. every now and then because like it was so much to handle. Dude, it's it's still so much to handle, bro. Yeah, There's I still mean, so much we don't know. Yeah, I know. It's and kinda it's kinda crazy still. So like I was really like wishy washy on uh-huh. it. Like I, I just wasn't consistent and yeah. I wasn't always doing it like I pretty much am now. Uh-huh. And I think it was maybe Sometime in my junior year, I was like, okay, I, I love doing this. Uh-huh. It's so fun for me. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Consistently. Uh-huh. And, and from there, I'm like, just here keep, I am. Just keep going. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. I think I got logic. And well, I had a, I remember, I think it was, well, because of my MacBook date, I guess it's like mid 2012. I got 
GarageBand because I had, well, I already knew GarageBand from middle school. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I got to get GarageBand. And then I got that and I was like, awesome. Like, what's the next step? And it was logic. And I was like, okay, well, that, like, because I, I, I don't know. I feel like after I picked up GarageBand pretty quick, I felt limited. So then I got, I got logic and that was like a whole thing. And Little Leave, though, like, I mean, logic was awesome because you could do so much, but like, music in general learning it was like pretty hard because like dude i didn't know how to quantize until early early yeah. college yeah. like when my roommate like i was literally making music in the studio for like six hours a day and like making music that just was not in time at all and things like that and i and then like freshman year larry was like hey bro you know you can like you can like put this in time right <laughs> you know, i was like, hit q i was like <laughs> what are you saying bro and he was like dude and then he did it. It yeah. was like, oh my god, the, this sounds good. The magical cue button. Yeah, no, exactly. So like that kind of stuff, you know. It's I don't know, but uh, you know, I mean, I'm always have to learn. Do DAWs are like a different language. They are. Yeah, they have their own. There's like a whole thing with them, and like you'll you'll never stop learning. I mean, they keep updating. You know, and each one's different. And all, yeah, and also like it's like you can know everything about a DAW, but it's also like I feel like what like your creativity what your creativity limits you you know what i mean yeah because you can know everything inside of the daw but once like you know like your creative like aspect your skills like that's a whole nother level yeah exactly like you could be you can know everything about logic and have no creativity and you wouldn't do well you know and and that's the biggest difference and i think that's like one of the coolest things is that no one is alike in that respect so yeah that's why you have so many different artists and so many different types of music Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Also, uh, I, I'm looking at levels. Uh, maybe Mike. Maybe I don't know. Oh, my mic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pull it a little closer. I don't know. Uh, I think it's good. I'm still recording. Guys. Yeah. Oh, is it still going? Because I don't know. Is the green? If the green's not on, does that mean we're still going? Yeah, I think it's just lower. It's just lower. Yeah, because that's right, the guys, threshold. We're, we're not great at this. This is the first episode. You this know? is day one, yeah, guys. Day one, guys. Welcome to the day one podcast. It'll get better, and it's actually really exciting. Don't we, listen to him, guys. It won't get better. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just toying around with the idea, and I'm actually so glad we're doing this. Yeah, it's this super is, dope. This is super cool. I think, dude, it's content, content, content. You got to listen to what Gary V says, bro. Yeah. You got to give all those pieces of content out there. But, uh, you know facet uh or not like you know what is it uh siphon you gotta siphon this like you know siphon every big piece of content to your other socials you know oh, what i'm saying yeah completely like, like, put this on the instagram and twitter and, and then, yeah you know, this is another stuff, thing to do. Little, little clips we could actually you know what we, we could actually pull it up right now make pull a up. story oh yeah yeah okay okay probably a good idea I think we should talk about um you know how how to get started in terms of like being an artist maybe maybe we should talk about that like gaining no maybe not gaining but like definitely like making an online presence like being an artist or or being a producer um i think like all in one i mean just making music in general making music in general i'd say like Mm -hmm. you know i mean you know i think uh that's very uh you know, important like being a well-rounded. Musician. Okay, yeah, I'm just getting started in in logic. Okay, just say or in, in any doll in, in anything respect. You know, I'm just getting started to make music. What would you tell me? Honestly, best advice I could probably give is don't jump into. Um. Well, uh, don't. I would say. And and I'm not saying this in, in terms of making music or putting it out. I'm saying this in terms of, like, buying things. Don't jump into anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't go, 
like like for instance like um my girlfriend's brother is trying to get started in it you know what yeah. i mean and he's just like you know uh he he's like oh should i buy these really nice speakers and i'm like okay how much ram does your computer have you know and he's like four and i'm like okay maybe you should save your money and get right. something that has a good you know like I brain in it yeah you know i wouldn't saying? invest in monitors until you can drop at least a good amount of money into it but also about the same amount of money into acoustic treatment okay yeah because, that's, that's a good one too be, because first off to get good monitors that are um, neutral yeah exactly and give you a flat response for, for, you know yeah. a more accurate response for, we, we should we should give them a disclaimer for that first i feel like because okay. not a lot of people know for if anyone who's like listening neutral response means it gives you the pure sound of what it actually is for instance <clears throat> like speakers like krk are really cool they you know they it's it's awesome like they give a lot of bass whatever but that's not really great because they give you a falsehood of what your sound actually is right for instance like they're smaller you know for well you could get like eight inches like the eight inch speakers but they give you a lot of bass and you're like say you're making a song it's like oh the bass sounds amazing in do you my know why studio. they give you more bass isn't like isn't that it like so well, you well okay, okay so some speakers have a they're called uh ported so it's a mm -hmm. ported design and yeah. that's where you see the speaker monitor and there's a hole in it not necessarily like see-through yeah but there's a small hole yeah so that's there so the frequency can resonate more so that's that's why on the krks that bass resonates more so it seems like it's louder yeah. Because it's actually it actually um, dies off, yeah. um, later than everything else, and that's a problem. So it's kind of like cutting corners, low key. Well, right? I mean, it's a way of like fake it till you make it, kind of. It's basically yeah, but it's not good because it's faking you out into what you hear. So when you exactly put, yeah. when you put that same song that you made on different monitors, you're not gonna have any bass. Yeah, it's not going to exactly. sound like what you. So, like you say, you you, exactly like what I was saying. Like, so you go to your friend's car and you're like, "Oh, get ready to hear this bass." Yeah, and it's like, where is it? It's like, ah, yeah, and it's gone. So that's that's back to the point we were saying is, say first of all, be very strategic when you start out, it, it, like budgeting music and stuff like that. So, get first of all, I'm just saying this for anyone out there, I, if you can buy a computer with 16 gigabytes of RAM. First thing before you buy anything else, I would really recommend that your speakers can be whatever, you know, you don't have to, you know, I mean, eight, eight gigabytes of RAM is okay. I would, but the, I think the two most important things are a computer with 16 gigabytes of RAM, whatever that is, and really good monitor headphones. I think that's a really good important I, thing. I think headphones are a good investment to begin with. Because they're, you know, they're a cheaper alternative to two studio monitors, right? To two good studio monitors and acoustic treatment. Yeah, and it's it's it really good because, like, if you're, you know, a bedroom producer, you know, two really nice studio monitors are going to run you like upwards of seven hundred dollars. But the really nice, you know, mixing headphones are going to be like two fifty at max. Right, right and, now. and and there's some good Probably ones max, too yeah. that are that are cheaper than that. Also, I'd like to say about the computer, it's not necessary for sixteen. I personally run on eight. I wish I had sixteen, or you know, best case thirty two, but it's not necessary. You, I mean, at this point, just get started. I think the, like the overarching point to make is to just get started. It seems like a lot, but just get started with what you have. 
and kind of like make do. I like I've seen multiple people make like great sounding things on headphones. Like I'm talking Apple headphones. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. No, yeah, yeah. And that comes with experience and just getting used to it. But uh, I'm well. Basically, what I was saying is, if if you're tr- if for the people who like want to go out and buy everything. Right. I think that if you're if you're coming with money in your pocket, really look into don't just buy a MacBook Air because it's cheap. Save up. You know, work with what you have. Don't pull the trigger too Yeah, soon. work I know you you have an 8 gigabyte thing, but like like for instance, like and that's cuz you had that before you started making music. Yeah. That's what you had, right. which is good. And that's but, what I'm saying. But like you know? yeah, exactly. I mean, that's good if you have it and and you don't want to you're not going to go out budgeting or making music or whatever, like keep that. But when I was when I was in college, my you know audio engineering teacher would be like, if you're really serious about it, to have longevity, if if you're really getting into the producing side, even past audio, you start using synths. Forget mm-hmm. about it. If you have six, if, if you have anything less than sixteen gigabytes of RAM, you're screwed. Don't like. And and this is just, I'm trying to be very broad with this. If you're just using splice samples, eight gigabytes is probably fine. But if you start having more than like you know, like if you probably have more than like 16 tracks or like 30 tracks, it's going to start bogging you down unless you export that as its own thing. But I say if, if you're, you know, definitely work with what you have always, like try to figure that out. It's okay. But if you start thinking that, because, because Allie's brother is like, you know, she's like, eh, I mean, that's fine. I don't care. You know, she's like very, um, or he's like very, you know, like, oh, this synth sounds really good, or this sounds really good, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, listen to me. You have a MacBook Air. You cannot run a lot. I don't want you to be disappointed. I don't want you to go out and buy really nice speakers. Think it, because uh, this is this was me. I had a four gigabyte MacBook, right? And I thought I was a god. I thought I could run anything. I bought piano plugins that were over two gigabytes oh, themselves, and it didn't play a full chord. And I was like, "Why? I thought computers can do anything." No, listen. If you want to get really like, if you want to get started as an overarching thing, if if you have money in your pocket, you're like, "I want to save up to be a really." you know, like a, a really good producer with the ability to do a lot of things, get a 16 gigabyte RAM computer, get a lot of memory. Like not, not, it just has to be a terabyte. These things are becoming more uh, inexpensive every day, I would say, just like the bare minimum of this. But really think about it. I also think that if you're not completely attached to Apple, find your, your DAW, you know what I mean? Find yeah, it's your right, be different for everyone. Find your right DAW. I like FL Studio, like for when, like I don't really use it that much, but I, like if you're using Windows, I would Get use FL. On I, I would FL. I would use FL Studio as yeah. a producer. I wouldn't use Pro Tools because are you running like a legitimate big studio for orchestras? It's you a, know, bit, it's I mean? a bit more user friendly to exactly. begin. Exactly, I think FL Studio and Logic kind of mirror each other in the user friendliness. But I say like, this is why I was going back. Like if you're getting started and you're about to, you want to spend money. I feel like the two most important things are if you can do it, 16 gigabyte computer of RAM and good mixing headphones. And before you go out and spend money, if you're not going to do that, don't worry about buying expensive accessories. That's what I was basically trying to say. Right. You know what I mean? Don't go out and say, like, I want the nicest 
MIDI keyboard ever. I want to buy the. I want to buy like like what, what a Nexus that three thousand dollars synth plugin. Use like the, I want to buy. Yeah, no. use the keyboard on. Yeah, your, exactly. On use your MacBook. Use or the keyboard on your Mac. Work with what you have. Like you can get started whenever. I'm like as before. I'm just saying like if if you're. I, I know a lot of producers are really eager sometimes to get out there and and spend this money and whatever, but. I think that the best thing to do is take a deep breath. Like, like Gentry was saying, like you, you know, work with what you have, really focus on what you want. And then when the time comes, uh, strategically spend your money. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. So like, don't, I mean, from the get go, I think, you know, what, what we're saying here is don't just jump into it, do some research, use what you have and then have a plan and a direction of where you want to take it. You might jump into it and not even not even like it. Yeah, exactly. Who, you know, who yeah, knows? Yeah, exactly. You could buy all this all these things and be like, "Oh, this yeah. isn't for me." You know what yeah, I mean? Like it, don't like don't you do buy that. Logic $200 and you end up not liking it. Exactly. Like Which GarageBand know. is free. It's sort of like Logic doesn't have all the features. So, mm-hmm. use GarageBand if you're thinking about Logic and yeah. you've never used it. Exactly. Or like, you know, they have light. I mean, I don't know if Logic does, but like FL has a light version, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you can, you, try you it can out. test it out. You can try mm-hmm. it out. I don't know how the, I don't know their um, exporting like policy with the light version, but like, you know, like see what you like basically. But um, I think, I mean, I know we went on a tangent here, but like pretty much I think as an overall rule of thumb is try your best to use what you got, but also like, uh, I mean, like, I don't know, like, Think think really hard about what like what you want to do. What kind of genre do you want to do? You know, it all doesn't have to be one genre, but like, you know, like what's your passion? Do you play an instrument? You know, see what you can do. Right. First off, if you play an instrument, it's gonna be half as easy for you. You know, like you can use like a computer with low RAM if you want to just like record guitar or whatever. Dude, you know, we so record that, samples from random things. Yeah, like our videos, like go to Target. We record pops, like you know, like you don't need anything for that. You need a phone. Like what? Like, you know, yeah. like, it's, it's not that hard. So you know? just get started. Uh, you know, it'll unravel as you go. Just be, just be smart and in investing it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Investing in what you buy. Really, really. I cannot stress enough. Research what you're doing. Be content with what you're doing. Don't, don't be so ex- like, don't try to rush into things blatantly. You know what I mean? Cause like, there's a lot of complicated things in the in the music industry in terms of like gear and I mean with anything really and you want to make sure you're you know getting the best options for you and that's what I'm saying like a lot of the times like you know like it, because the cheapest option isn't the best like hold off you know what I mean hold off on it you know right. take your time really just take your time be patient yeah and another word on someone who just wants to buy all the really nice things I've been in a studio where they had a really, really nice setup. They had, you know, this really expensive Rode microphone. They had the 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 pop filter, the whole stand. They had the the background. They had, you know, a nice Mac. They had a nice keyboard, a whole drum set and all that. And he told me, you know what he told me? What did he say? He doesn't even use it. What? Right? Why would you invest in all of that and not really use it? I I don't know. So to look good, I guess. Like I don't. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, all the bells. See, like exactly, like, dude. Um, I don't know if you know who Oshi is. You know who that is? He's a he's yeah. a producer. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a you know an electronic producer. 
that kid dude he used um like his computer like laptop keyboard as the midi keyboard there you go and that's all used, you need he used apple like earbuds or e- earbuds you know what i mean like that's what i'm saying you just get take, started yeah just get started do you and then really research what you want to finance I, I think that's the biggest yeah thing. and have fun with it like real, that's the best thing yeah exactly because if you're not having fun then we know you're not having fun you're just like faking it you know yeah do like, you, you can hear it in the music right it, you know? it'll come out in everything that you do and who wants to do who wants to invest their time into something that they're not enjoying yeah exactly so try it out see what you like and then you know figure it out from there um i think uh, that, i think that was it like the, we're getting started yeah i mean if season? we wanted to add on top of that um may, maybe you have just started and you're looking to do maybe maybe get like you know the next step maybe you took okay. the first step you you got started you don't you know necessarily have all the bells and whistles you're good with that mm-hmm. and you just want to keep moving and you you want some tips on improving okay cool. um i would say the best thing to do is research i think the i think one of the best things you can do if for anything um in for life in general is to read mm-hmm. And like right now I'm reading the book, um, was it Mixing Secrets for the Small Studio? I think it is. Um, let me see. Let me let me check myself on that. Should I also uh, plug my school book that they gave me? Plug, what is oh, it? Oh, this one over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've actually read that's a common book to, yeah. to read. Yeah. yeah, no, it's dude, it tells it literally tells you like it has chapters on ear fatigue, yeah, uh, monitor placement, mm-hmm. and, like stuff like that. Yeah, but, I think these are really important. Um, once you've already taken that step and it's something you like to do to know this information because you're always gonna use it. Um, it's by Mike Senior. Yeah, mixing secrets for the small studio. It's a, uh, it has every. That's where I found out um, my speakers were ported. Oh yeah, I have the KRKs, the sixes. Yeah, and yeah. I was once I saw that, I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. it's a lie. Everything I've been hearing is a lie." Well, yeah, no, I, I, I figured, so I only mix in my headphones now. I, when I was researching, I, I, I kind of came across it, but then I, when I went to Guitar Center, I, um, I talked to this one guy who I was talking about speakers with, and he was telling me like, you know, these will give you a neutral sound, like the KRKs, like right. they, may, they may sound nice, you know. But I got those fake. cheap though, and that, and that's when I, that's when I was really first starting. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, you remember, um, in my apartment, that you know I had those, and even one of the cones was like poked in. A oh little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got them cheap though, yeah, so really, it's not so, like I, mean, I like, blew a, you know, a grand yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I think they were like you got them for. I'm like 120 for the pair. Oh, that's yeah, pretty good deal. Now I know why. (laughs) Exactly, pretty good deal. But uh, don't get them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you could tell, like, here, what's your um, what's the? Do you know the exact brand of your headphones again? Uh, I like giving that. Yeah, no, it's the Bear Dynamic. Um, was it DTT 880 Pro? And then what's your amplifier? Don't you have an amplifier in that as well? Yeah, Uh, you know, I'd have to look that up. Give, give me a second. Yeah, I'll, I'll give I'll give Gentry a second. We're just trying to help people out, of course. But uh, yeah, we we want to because you know we've we've been through this, and I think that's um that's why we're we're trying to give you know I mean I almost like whenever when anyone ever asks me like how do I get started you know like I almost want to like overload them with so much information, but I try to like I really try to take it a step back and be like okay yeah of course I might have overloaded this podcast with information on you know but whatever you know first one let's that's see. okay you know maybe maybe it'll help someone and that's worth yeah it. maybe they'll like it who knows so I was wrong and this is not sponsored by the way but uh, of course it's not it's day one 
uh, my headphones, I use the Bayer Dynamic DT880 Pro, and they're 250 ohms. So with that, you need an amplifier, um, and I use the Theo FIIO E10K USB headphone uh, amplifier. Nice. Given those exacts, uh, exact, uh, yeah, word, like you know, brand. If, if <laughs> someone's guess. looking, no, no, to yeah, exactly. Stuff, well, I like that because you know it's amazing and it's cheaper than two really nice. I love those headphones. Yeah, no, they're dope. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Just trying to help people out. This is like this is what I was trying to like give with like Ali's brother. I'm trying to like I'm trying to help, and and anyone who asks me really like I give them all these like things. And I'm like, listen, like you know, you don't need the world, but it if you really want to go out because I know a lot of people are anxious and they're just like, oh, he told me to get this, but oh, this is right here and this this looks pretty cool, you know. And then mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean. And then they, it's not that great, you know. They're I don't want to lead. I mean, maybe I could be leading people straight now, but you know what I mean. Like, I want to give them the best advice I can give. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we are because neutral monitors is very good because yeah. you know it helps you in mixing. What I mean, once you make something, you want to be hearing that exact thing. Yeah, and that's where the you know that's where you want the speakers to be neutral, and yeah, just give you a pure sound. You don't want to be faked out. Right. Also, let me just say something, which is a big thing for me. <clears throat> this goes back to kind of like the ear fatigue thing as well. Um, when you're producing your music, really try to take a step back and be uh, an engineer more than a fan. Because I know I've made some really cool songs and just blared them in front of my monitors and been like yeah this is the best thing ever oh, i yeah. made it and then you just that that's where your ears start to go bad and and if i would have known like you know turn your volume down mix your songs low because that's where you hear all the imperfections when it's low when it's loud you can't hear any of that mm-hmm. you're just jamming to it which is cool like every now and then but like when you get in the studio really take a step back and be like all right i'm going to think of this as a producer as a sound engineer I'm going to make this for myself. But, you know, once you like have a really good drum beat, don't just go crazy and be like, oh, yeah, it's amazing. And then turn it up. You Everything know I mean? sounds better when you turn it up. Exactly. When so it has more volume. Definitely take a step back when you get into whatever studio you have, your, you know, your bedroom or anywhere else. And just think like, I'm going to make this. I'm going to like be smart about it. And then when I'm done, then I can, you know, then I can listen to it. And I, I think that's a good tip. Uh, especially for like long-term success yeah yeah. because you don't want to ruin your ears your ears are you know the biggest thing exactly with with coming to music and producing yeah they're they're so important nowadays i take i even take breaks because i I swear i mean i've got my ears checked and they said they were good but like i swear my left one's worse and literally like some days i'll be like okay that's enough and like for three days straight i don't i don't make music i'm just like that's enough i got well, especially if it hurts yeah no exactly like and you gotta and you now, gotta step back and they're way more sensitive now like even concerts every concert i go to every movie i go to dude i wear earplugs dude oh of course they're, you have it, to especially dude fyi to people i don't care if your friends say you're weird wear earplugs to horror movies action movies any movie dude the, the most, credits most movie I, i'd say romantic previews. films are pretty chill but yeah the pre that's uh, what i'm saying if the well, the previews are the same of as the movie genre you know what i mean they'll usually be the same right but i'm saying like when when the theater introduces and they use like all their yeah, speakers yeah. in their system it's most. so loud guys oh, take care of your ears 
there are um and even if you're like oh but i can't hear everything well then there are like options for like the earplugs that you know they minus the dbs right and you can still yeah. hear everything right yeah so you know research for that too but like i know my ears now are very sensitive so you know just if you really i would say first of all i think what's the rule if it's over 80 db it's actually bad for years if it's if it's long if it's like a long amount of time but it can damage i, I have a db meter on which is decibels for anyone that doesn't know it's how we measure sound but um like you know if 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 you're over 80 for long periods of time that could actually really damage you so you know take take care of yourselves is is basically like that's the best advice i could also give like really care about your health and you know like oh my ears hurt then like stop and then take you know take some time off for real like you know write write music uh, you know keep the volume low you don't need it blaring exactly you really don't like unless you're performing a concert you can keep it low you'll be able to produce longer and you'll be able to get you know better ear training in yeah but by having it at I don't know, medium to soft volume. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can hear everything. And even when, if you actually do get the chance to perform, like, you know, also like, you know, your plugs there too, but like oh, you'll have yeah. monitor plugs and stuff. But, you know, I mean, just take care of yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. But um, yeah, um, anything further, I guess, getting started? Socials, maybe? We could talk about social medias. Oh, like posting to social? I would say like getting names started for stuff like that. I mean, maybe. Um, Rule of thumbs, maybe? Give Give some of those. I don't know. Should we just keep it to like beginning to? I mean, all I was really going to say is um, if you guys, if you're making social medias and you want to like get a name or something like that, I know this it may be like, you know, it's not really exactly what everyone wants to hear, but I think um, find a, a, a nice, unique name and then you'll have more of a chance to get that name on every platform. And that's because you want to make it easy for your audience, you know? Make right. it make it easy for them. So like, you know, say your name is Purple Pancake Man. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> not a great name, but it doesn't matter. To be honest, names don't really matter. The music matters. But like, that's just an example yeah, I'm the saying. Yeah, content matters. But here's the thing. Can you imagine being able to put Twitter, Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook, blah, 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 it's blah, 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 as the same thing. I'm MB Royal on everything. If you can make it easy for your audience, that's that's like one less step they have to do, and then you'll get more traffic. So, I mean, that's all I was really going to say is the rule of thumb for socials. And, um, it do, you know, it doesn't matter when you post as long as you post consistently. You know what I mean? If you're every other week on Wednesday, you know what I mean? Sure, G- give yeah. your audience a schedule. Be consistent. I mean, first off, as always, get started and be consistent. Yeah, get started because it's like if if you're not ready, you know, you I mean, like it's always a good time to do it. But I, I feel like try your best to be consistent. You know, if you're starting and your YouTube channel is kind of whack or you like you make a lot of video. Like I remember uh, uh, Merck Music, he, he like he, he was talking about he's like a, a video game uh, guy. He makes like COD videos, but he was like, I remember back in the day, I just uploaded like five videos a day and they were all terrible. I'm like, all right, listen, bro. Like now he like, I mean, you know, he's been on and off, but like for the most part, he's like, I upload every blankety blank. blank right. Day. Yeah. You know it's I mean? a schedule. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think just, you know, finding your fitting schedule and finding a unique name that you can use for everything is, is the biggest step there. But I mean, you know, we, that's a topic we can expand on another day. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we. We got really technical in this podcast, which I dig, but 
you know, I mean, I, I hope we were able to at least help some people. Yeah, we kind of rambled, but yeah, that, that, dude, I mean, it's the first one. Yeah, but that's what it's you know? about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, I probably do you do this at half speed. I talk way too fast, but uh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you know, we just provided some sort of value. Yeah, for some some value. Anyone who knows, but um, I mean, I think we're good right now. I think you know, yeah, in an organic uh, ending. Sure thing. I mean, thank you to anyone who listened. Yeah, we really appreciate it. If um, you. You know, if yeah, you have ahead. anything to, um, you know, any topics you'd like us to talk about next, um, if they're small, we'll try to address them in the beginning. And if they're big, you know, maybe we'll pick it and we'll talk about it the, for the whole episode. But um, you can definitely comment on any of my YouTube videos, like, you know, do this for the next podcast or next video or whatever. And, um, you know, DM me on Instagram or, you know, whatever, however you reach me uh, at MB Royal, E-M-B-I-R-O-Y-A-L at everything. Uh, on everything and then um gentry is also on instagram yeah uh, and twitter now um so that's going to be at g-e-n-t-r-y-p-r-o-d for producer and also guys if if you did enjoy the podcast or found some sort of value in it uh go ahead and uh rate the podcast leave a comment if you want uh, that would be great. All that good stuff. Like if you will, you know, if you like it, uh, I guess dislike if you don't. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> if you're one of those. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, all right, guys. Uh, so we will see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Hopefully. See ya.